I got a new guitar. I should diddly do. I should record. Oh, it's a, in a case. Do on that. Oh, fuck. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That can be bonus. Yeah, I'll do, do it one at the end of the app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do like a little yeah. jingle. I've been wanting to do. I've been because I've been writing like riffs yeah. over the last couple, you know, like Hell years yeah. or so, and I want to do like a comedy album. I think it'd be Yo. kind of fun to do. But yeah, fucking do it. <laughs> just Sandman. like just have like my own little tenacious D, fucking thing. Sandman style, fucking that. Yeah, <laughs> Tenac. Yeah, clack. Just do it. Just have to knock. Yeah. That was one of my emails, by the way, back in the day. Um, to knock. Fucking amazing. Shisty. Right around, right around uh, eighth grade when B-O-D. I saw that movie. Um, yeah. So uh, it's been a minute. It's been a, a very, very yeah, long I, time. I've been in uh, like um, five different countries in the last month and a half, counting America. Phil yeah, uh So right, first week of May, I was in Chicago working for a while, and then was two weeks for work uh, in the following cities. I was in Dublin for several days. The first day of that trip, uh, worked a full day in the office, then had an international flight. Uh, no one was able to sleep, and then we landed and basically worked until 1 p.m. Dublin time, which was like 24 hours straight. Uh, I I don't know why I'm putting that on re- on the record, but like it's you know it just it was throw just, it out there, man. No, it's it's not a glamorous job, man. It's no, fucking rough. Uh, I'm I'm in a weird headspace right now. Um, uh, so I was in Dublin for a couple days, which was cool, and then spent a couple days in Geneva. Also for work, uh, which is gorgeous. We had like one down day, and like me, my boss, and another coworker of mine uh, hit like a castle, which was really cool. Uh, did, you, did you did you did you go to the convention <laughs> in, in Geneva? That was the thing I told everybody we were doing there. I was like, "Yeah, we're going to Geneva. I hear there's like a convention or something we have to film." And I, I made that joke to my dad. My dad's like, but then my dad just gave me a history lesson. Like this happened like last week. And I was just like, honestly, thank you, dad. Cause I've been making this joke and I don't really remember what that is. Uh, you know, something about war crimes or something. <laughs> that right? I don't is know. the extent of my understanding. Now. <laughs> thank you, daddy. Happy father's day. Uh, also while we were there, that was where I saw, uh, this will be a, this would be a great segue if I didn't have more to add after this. That is where I saw the Game of Thrones finale. Was at a hotel. It was in my boss's like room with like my coworker. We like bought an HDMI cable, and I bought the episode on Amazon so that we could watch it because like HBO didn't work over there, or HBO Go was like weird. Uh. There was weird. My one coworker kept saying that it was uh, a, the country censored everything because he couldn't watch Chernobyl, and then he threw a hissy fit and then canceled his Hulu. Uh, <laughs> um, wait, were you you were in Israel? No, this, this was this Geneva. Point? So I was still at the convention, okay, so and then it could have been like Sky or something. Isn't like Sky a thing? Sky television. I, don't, I just think it was a a, a region thing. Because, like, Fleabag yeah. Season 2 had come out on Amazon, which, I don't know, Sean watched Fleabag. Um, and I really wanted to watch Fleabag, because okay. I've seen the first season, like, two months ago. I watched it in, like, a day. It's so good. Uh, and then Season 2 had come out while I, was in, while I was abroad, and it's, like, a BBC thing that I think Amazon distributes, maybe. Uh, and I, I, the uh, entire time I was in Europe, I couldn't download it. I was like, fuck. Um, 
But anyway, I think it was like a region thing. I don't think anything was like censored. Like whatever. I, I honestly, this is the no. last thing I want. I don't want to engage in that conversation because I already heard enough about it. But uh, then I was in Prague for a couple days filming. I had two down days where I just got to explore Prague, which was really cool after working. And then I was home for three full days, one of which was Memorial Day, and then had to go over to Israel uh, for two weeks. And exactly. That's what we were doing. We were filming stuff about Jesus. (laughs) I saw his tomb. We got yelled at. It was, you know, it's nice. Would you would you like get yelled at for doing Christ pose? Yeah, there's a lot of Christ pose everywhere. Actually, my bit. If I had an extended bit, I had two dumb bits that I did. One was I had made my boss take a bunch of pictures of me. I was doing audio for it, so I just do sound. I wasn't doing a lot of like on location sounds, so I had constantly had the audio bag strapped to me and the boom. And the days were so long and hot that eventually I'd be like, let me get some sound real quick. And I would just hold the boom out like, oh, and like pointed at a building. And then he would take pictures of me. There was like one on like a cliff. I get, we had like three or four pictures and there was always like the boom wouldn't be plugged in or I wouldn't, I'd be holding like my finger to my ear. There's no headphones. Like there's like always something where I was like, this is good. Uh, and then we, we went to, um, basically like a colonial Williamsburg, but it's, uh, but it's Nazareth. So it was like Jesus times colonial Williamsburg. Uh, so we went to that and my whole bit was I kept going, wait, where are we? Or better yet, when are we? And I did. I said that like 10 <laughs> times and it made me, it still's making me laugh. It's really dumb. I kept telling, yeah, I kept good. telling the actors there. I was like 2019 technology. I didn't point to the audio bag technology. <laughs> You should have done like uh, a bit where you're doing Christ pose and you just been just said different characters like, "Hey, I'm doing Superman and Man of Steel." Hey, I'm doing Superman and Superman Returns, and like just listing all of the Optimus Prime in uh, the last night or whatever one, whatever one he does that. Doesn't he do Christ I, pose in one of them? I'm sure I've gone on a rant about that, but I don't remember. If I've started to forget the Transformers movies, I'm I'm okay with this. Uh, the yeah. That's I was going to say, I couldn't, we couldn't do, I, I, I mean, our client, like we were with client and stuff and like our talent was all like people like who are really religious. So like we couldn't fuck her. Like there's other times where I was like by the end of the, by the you end of the trip, like- my, I mean, my threshold is only so much and I get like sick. We made a whole, I have a whole movie pitch for you later, which <laughs> it involved time travel in the Nazareth village. Oh, I'm always down. Sean, what if down. Hey. two guys travel back in time to Jesus time and they meet Pontius Pilate and he's a really cool dude. But then something happens. They accidentally knock him out. Oh, no. And he's got a court. He's got a court date that day. So one of them's got to fill in and they, they need to make sure uh, that they fill in for Pontius Pilate. Uh, but <laughs> And then, like, what if we don't start religions? Exactly. It's they, they do it because they need to make sure history happens. But the majority of the movie is, like, an existential discussion about, like, religion and, like, do we want to make sure history happens? It's like, uh, I don't want to go back to the... Our parents are, our parents are Roman Catholic married. <laughs> I don't want to go to that Back to the Future Part 2 alternate bad timeline. But anyway, it's called Punched His Pilot. P-U-N-C-H apostrophe D space apostrophe I-S space pilot. I'm thinking Sir Ben Kingsley as Punch's pilot. And the poster is the two leads like 
on either side of each other going, ah, and then Pontius Pilate is just knocked out on the ground, <laughs> sprawled out in between them. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's where I've been. Um, Fun yeah. times. Hey, Sean, um, remember Game of Thrones? <laughs> Yeah, is uh, yeah, dude. It's it's been a minute. I've kind of lost the fire for my argument of why I thought it was a good ending. But yeah. Sean, that I, I honestly, liked I liked the end. I liked the ending. I liked the ending. I, that's yes. where I'll start. I'll backtrack from there. Yes. What did we cover up to? Did we cover up to the first four episodes? No, I don't even think we did. I think the long night was the last one. Maybe we just talked about it because I I feel like I remember talking to you and being like, or did we do a movie review? Maybe we did it out. Was Endgame? No, but that came out before. Mm -hmm. We We did a long, it was our uh, beloved character death weekend. I feel like we we might have done an episode four one, but I don't know. I remember episode four after the long night. It was like, I feel like we remember talking to you being like, I liked this. I liked this more. Because it was like, it was like, you know, back to the old stuff. Yeah, maybe it was episode four then. Who can say? Listeners? <laughs> Ricky? <laughs> Mom? <laughs> um, my brother Mike, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Episode five, I know we no, didn't we talk didn't. about. And I- which I I really liked episode, episode five. five. I kind of did, and then I was I feel like I backtracked on it once I found out everyone else hated it. If I'm gonna be honest, because I remember being like, "Whoa!" Because it's engaging as fuck. It is. Well, this is the thing. So the one thing I will give them credit for for the entire season and just the show in general is that nothing ever felt old. Like nothing, especially the set pieces, the action scenes, yeah. like never felt like a retread of something that they've done before or something that's been done in another stuff. I feel, I feel like there is a lot so, of Jon Snow always being like, <laughs> like that's him. That sound yes. was him wide eyed and just kind of like being exact, like, <laughs> and it's breath. a long take. Yeah. And then, then he checks himself yeah. into rehab. Oh no. Oh no. Good for him though, for getting the help Absolutely. that he needs. Especially because um, I'm sure that is a lot. That is a fucking lot to have shouldered for a little while there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just and he just shelved it for the fans, you know. He he did it he did his thing, you know. Um so it just it, the way, especially towards like the last like half hour of the episode, they never cut back to Danny. She's like out of the episode when she starts burning. King's yeah. It's landing. just all from the people's perspective. It's all from the people's perspective and they never come yeah. back to her. Um, which I thought was, was really terrifying. And uh, it was exactly, I was like, what? It like, just what? kept going. And that was like fucking horrifying. Like I think yeah. when it started, I was like, what the fuck? And then it just didn't stop. And I think it was, I think I was engaged in what was happening opposed to like, the how did we get there more so. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, and that's kind of what this season was in a nutshell. Because yeah. um, the how did we get there was definitely oh, lacking. we got there too fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think everyone can agree that. I, don't, I think even the staunch defenders of this ending yeah. would agree the, that it 
the pace. But we predicted it in season seven, bro. The the cuties episode. We were like, this is the show now. Like this is throw it on the gas. It's like pedal to the metal. Um, I I do feel bad though that I feel like my prediction was like they're gonna throw money at everything, and I'm gonna be on board. I wasn't always on board. Can we just, I mean, we're, there's this episode is more about just like, hey, we didn't get a chance to talk about any of this, so I'm fine not going through beat by beat, but let's talk about motherfucking Clagan Bowl. I, cause I just want to talk about it real quick. I had watched most of the season with my roommates. Uh, they were in the middle of this episode, of episode five, when I came home that night. I had a thing. And then, so I just watched the episode in my room by myself. When Clegamble started, at this point, I was just actively yelling at the TV because I was just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard when Cersei just, like, left. She was just like, okay, okay I'm just going to leave. And then just the ho- just walks past the hound. I was like, fucking sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> it was so... It was so much going on, and it had no impact on anything that was going on with the plot. There was no need. It affected nothing. It was just, it felt like a mini boss. Like, that's who you fight right before you fight Ganondorf in a Zelda game. It yeah. was fucking really fun. I just wanted to talk about how funny it was. And then the mountain was all puffy. It looked like big, muscly fairies. <laughs> He really did. <laughs> no, I th- did I say? I think I posted the meme. It was um, the albino from Princess Bride. He looked like the albino from Princess Bride with no hair. I was like, he looked so much more terrifying when you only saw his eyes. And then when they demasked him, I was like, huh? They could have made him so much more gruesome. I think they like, I toned think they it down. Because his face always looked like his eyes were like both crossed and like all veiny and puffy and like. And, and, red, and almost like yeah. like one was higher than the other and stuff. Like there was something like the puffiness was like moving everything around. It was ridiculous, and it, it was harder to kill him than it was the Knights King and shit. It was like fucking whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I was weirdly also more engaged. Than oh, that I loved it. Anyway, I feel like even if there, I was like, the, this is like the only payoff we're ever gonna get in the season. <laughs> like this is the only thing that actually it was Clegandle, which is the Hound versus his zombie brother. I loved when he killed Kyburn because his brain just fell out of his head, which was awesome. It was. It was the most needlessly gory and like double cut. I laughed. I was just like oh, so oh, hard. Oh, I laughed so hard because at that point I was just like I was I like fucking sure because it goes into the the thing of me laughing really hard at like gruesome deaths unless I'm on an airplane, which we can maybe do a tangent. I don't feel like doing a tangent about that. <laughs> In short. I always end up watching really gory shit that I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, I've been needing to watch this movie, and then, uh, but uh, I'm like, I really want to pay attention, so I'll watch it on a plane because then I can't fuck off on my phone or whatever. Uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna be as distracted, uh, which is bad in general. But um, I watched a po- uh, now I'm doing the tangent. I watched Apostle on the flight, which is a Netflix movie that the Raid director did. It's like a horror movie. Uh. It's good but flawed there's like one or too many plot threads in there 
but there's a couple of like deaths in it that are so I was sitting next to like a very orthodox Jewish man and who's like praying a lot of the flight and I was like ah like I like put my hands up I saw bone tomahawk on a flight once which has one of the most gory fucking things I've ever seen in it and I, I unless I'm on a plane I feel like I laugh really hard at gore <laughs> or like extreme violence I'm, I don't know that's I don't know I don't know man it's probably a defense mechanism. You're just like, holy shit, that's horrible. It's like laughing at the fucking uh, <laughs> helicopter joke. It's just like, <laughs> you're just like, oh, Oof, man. We've talked about that before, too. And I feel like we've been like, you can't make a joke about that. Like on the sh- I feel like we've done this and talked about that on this podcast. I feel like it's been like, you can't make probably. a joke about that. It's like, yo, fuck Max Land. Is his dad? You hear what his dad did? It's like, fuck. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, yeah, no, it's um. Michael Campbell. <laughs> they were they were they were on a tower, spiral staircase that was crumbling, on fire as a dragon dragon frequently flew by and was just shooting fire for no reason. It was the most extreme bullshit. That was it was so much. For no reason. And they both fall off a tower into an inferno. I was like, why? Like, what was the point of any... Whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it... Yeah. It was... This is the show that used to just have, like, two dudes in a gladiator ring fighting. Dude, the Mountain Viper fight is so meaningful. And then this was, like... The Mountain Viper fight, I think I said it on this show. Like, going back, rewatching that, it's thrilling. It's, it's it's so intense. intense. Even knowing the outcome and having seen season four a couple of times, when he's tr- like got him on the ground and he's trying to work the crowd and he's like, "Tell them what you did. Who gave you the order?" It's just like like it's it's and everyone in the show is just like, "Fuck, he's gonna do it." And then it's and Tywin's just like, "No, ah, fuck, it's so good." But this is just like this is. What you know? What Clegamble is, Sean? It's the most misguided visual representation of. <laughs> it's trying to be so fucking metal. It came off just so. It, it really is. is. Yeah. If it had bitchin' yeah. guitar licks that were just so tasty underneath, <laughs> like every sword clash, I would have been like, it literally. I kept yelling, "Yeah, sure!" at everything in Clegamble. Oh my god! Yeah, like the, it starts with like what's it called? It starts with Kyburn getting his head smashed. It's just like wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cersei, uh, Cersei, yeah, the guitar the, like screams. It's like <laughs> yeah. <I don't> see. <laughs> I'm gonna try to find guitar licks to play like and superimpose over Cool Gamble and like repost it. <laughs> Just put like Dragon Force. Just like ridiculous. Just put fucking Dragon Force. It's just like the same thing. It's like Dragon Force. It's like any screenshot from that could be a Dragon Force yeah, that album whole cover. Second half of that episode. Yeah. I. Yeah. Okay. Back to Danny. Uh, I think. Uh, I think all the math was there for her to be going mad this whole season it's just there was no time to be like oh this has been affecting her (laughs) like she she i think every single episode lost somebody i think she was the only character who every batch of deaths or with the exception of episode two maybe like everybody 
I don't think anyone dies in it. I don't think anyone two, does. Man. But episode one, did anyone die? In in like two days, she loses a dragon. Her best friend Jorah, um, the love of the people. Two dragons. The zombie dragon. Yeah. Well, because like the second the second to last episode was probably like a week before season yeah. eight. Oh right. You know. Yeah. You know? So she she like loses most people. She loses like a lot of fucking people in like two days, and then it. I think it's the love of the people thing, though. I I don't know. I think it's all there. I I would have loved to see like a seven episode season just dealing with Night King sh- bullshit, and then have her start losing a little bit, and then like a six yeah. episode final season wrapping everything up. That's like regular length episodes. Yeah, I feel like either that or like if both seasons were ten episodes, even would have been like mm-hmm. fine. And then go season Enough. seven. Is just a weird seven episode season. Then people are, yeah, why'd they do that? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like the last two seasons should yeah. have been ten episodes. Yeah, like could have ended almost. I don't like you why. Could have probably ended on like the long yeah. night or like you would have. How many episodes? There's like seven. You could have done the last two, last two or three episodes of season seven. Are like the two the knights king night kings come and nod your head. Night King's coming, and then start season eight right off the bat. Boom! It's the long night. And it's just like, oh fuck! I don't know. There, yeah. we could, I don't want to speculate too much about all that. We could do that for hours. Just, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like make push the last two episodes of first two episodes of season eight to. Yeah, season I, I don't seven. think that would work at all to have that much like build up and then wait it two would, years. It would have. Yeah. 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 Well. Either way, I mean, it is a flawed. It is it is rushed. It it, it did kind of reek of them just not wanting to do it mm-hmm. anymore and put put little to no effort in the characters and all of their effort into filmmaking, which is still top notch. I will give them that. Yeah. But um, everything's so well produced this season. And look, every I didn't see the documentary episode yet. I still Man. haven't watched it yet either. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super impressive. And I also just think that it ended in an, a fascinating mm-hmm. way in which I will continue to talk about. Oh, yeah, same. Like that's, that's what I think is cool about it is that everyone's taking it at face value. And I'm like, dude, this show is not a face value kind of show. No. Like this is, it kind of became that towards the end. But like, I also think the ending was very much cause it is as far as we know, George R. R. Martin's ending for it. Yeah, I think so. he'll flesh everything out and and elaborate on it more because there's definitely there. Yeah, it, the, the we I think the weirdest thing looking back on the final episode, um, is thinking how it doesn't feel like a series finale because everything's so fucking open ended. It feels like it just leaves everybody off in a place where it's like, oh, we can pick up with them next season. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. No, you're right. It, it's well because it's that's what I was thinking. I was like, if they don't all die, then the story isn't over. We just saw like a part of the story. Because I always say like the same thing with the beginning of the show is that this is like what happens after the happy ending. Game of Thrones is like after the happy ending of uh-huh. the king like killing, taking the throne from the evil oh, tyrant like and like marrying the pretty girl. So like the whole show is the show that happens after the happy ending. <laughs> Of like Robert's Rebellion is like the sh- the heroic story, you know. It's just um, episode one also, of the next season is just everybody just going like, 
sweep it while sweeping <laughs> and like putting like unknocking over chairs, like setting chairs back up. She's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, that's that's what that's why I love. So there's they emphasize storytelling in this finale, which I thought I'm was like. <laughs> Committed, I like it. Uh, the entire um, episode. They emphasize, there's like a couple of things that really stuck out to me, which is like emphasis on storytelling. They're like, they have this weird thing with history and like how the whole, basically the whole show was built on a lie or Robert's Rebellion was built on a lie or like a half truth. <laughs> and then there's all these like, you know, prophecies and half truths and Melisandre is always like half so, right so about many prophecies. Like, like none of the prophecies came true for the most part. But I also think that's like kind of the point Just of the show kind of, is like everything's half bullshit. Like, it's like, yeah, there's, like, did John kind of save everybody? Yes. But, like, was he heroic about it? Not really. Like, did, you know, remember they keep telling the story of, you know, Ned Stark taking down, like, the best swordsman in all of Westeros, and it was because his friend, like, cheap shot Mm -hmm. him. Like, you know, it's like, there's all these, like, emphasis on, like, half-truths and, I don't know, history being told by winners. Legend versus history, that kind of kind of stuff which is yeah because even a lot of the stuff the foundation of like the end of the show too is like shit that's built on lies too i mean john yeah like they write the book Tyrion's not even in it and john fucks off and like his which like i I think you might have sent me a tweet where it's just like someone's met like it's like okay so the queen of the north and um like a Eldritch, like fucking Lovecraftian super being, uh, decided to just be like, "Hey, foreign man with no penis who's just a soldier." Yeah, no, he can go join the Night's Watch. It's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, you signed it. You agree with that? Cool, cool, cool. By the way, that's not a thing. Bye. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no, there's no mm-hmm. White Walkers. That's so like he kind and it's also kind of harkens back to like season what two and three when he was with the wildlings and it's like this is your true home I really, kind of thing yeah. and like so like the Starks kind of got like a weirdly happy ending which uh, they don't include Bran in the montage which we'll get to it's um, the last time you see him when he says like I guess I'll go find Drogon and no one hears him say it, and then he just kind of go he just kind of fucks right off he's like Okay. Do they show him? Do they show John leaving after that? If they show John leaving after that, then no. But I don't remember what uh, order. I, it I is. would imagine John leaving happens after the goofy ass conference room. Yeah, I think it does. <sighs> so I don't know. There's like a weird. It's like kind of a happy ending. Just for this, the for Starks, the Starks. Win. It ends on a Stark win across the board, which is yeah, interesting. Um. And mm-hmm. it's it's like maybe that's just brand manipulating events just to be like, okay, I'll give this to the people who think they have a connection to me so that they will be happy and well complacent. So, yes, I, they brand says so many times he's not brand and they're just like, yeah, you're brand, dude. And he's like, I keep telling okay. you my name is three eyed raven. No, dude, so we're not gonna call you that. You brand. No, you're brand, dude. Yeah, you're brand Stark. Mm. I'm not. All right, my sigil is very a raven. interesting. The person with the most interesting story 
should be the king. What? <laughs> on paper, on paper, he absolutely has the most yeah. interesting story because he's fucking God. Like, I keep saying this. They made God king, which is like kind of a weird. A God king. Uh, yeah. Well, well, but also they kind of kill off all the other mythical, like, magical people in the yes. show. So he is kind of God yeah. now. Unless I'd like to believe. I mean, at least in terms of yeah, main I like players. to believe the Lord of Light is still. I don't know. The Lord of Light. Well, it wasn't bullshit. That's yeah, for and sure. then it just kind of like didn't go. That was always with that. I had said so many times, I was like, dude, in the long night when she lit all the swords on fire and when she showed up to like power everyone up, I was like, yes, yes. I was like, I was like, yeah, this was the one thing I wanted. And it was in the first five minutes and it meant absolutely nothing except for one like eerie shot. And it's like, oh, I guess all the Dothraki are dead. It's like, no, they're, no, they're not. We still got like 600 more. What? Where? <laughs> yeah, there really is. There really is no context in this it, season it is. at all. You know what? The, the um, episode Beyond the Wall did the same exact thing. It was like constantly like the group was all the cuties. And then suddenly there'd be like two red red shirts. And then suddenly there'd be like eight red shirts. It's like, what the f- how many fucking people are here with all these cuties? Yeah. How, how, many, many? how, many, how many red shirts? How many shirts? How many red shirts are out all there? these damn cuties? <laughs> we need cannon fodder. We need people to die. We yeah. need stakes. Yeah. Um, which is like goes against the show of nature, too. Is like, why not kill one of the main players in that I scene? I read an interview. Uh, the director of the Long Night episode was just like, he, he was constantly clashing with him. And he's like, no, I wanted to kill Jor in the first like 10 minutes. So he goes out in the Death Rocket charge and then he's just dead. And so that the rest of the episode, you're just like, oh fuck! <laughs> like I was like, yeah, yeah. It's it's that simple as like shifting a death around that like completely rewrites the tone of the episode. Everyone thought there was going to be one death like right off the bat. I don't know if that's like obviously you want to subvert expectations, but at the same time, it's like no, that's that's just what the fucking people want. Because because then you just know like it's not going to be safe from that point on. Well, it's also like the people have been trained to want sadistic shit now because of the show. So, like, yeah. it's not necessarily like in the people's best interests, but it's like you know, it's what the people want. Mm-hmm. They, they, it, if you want blood, you got it, kind of, you know. Yeah, but it, it, the show had whittled itself down at that point to the the characters where you don't want to see them go, but you're used to all the deaths. And mm-hmm. I think it, I think that it hit past a threshold of like character, like it was characters that we love and the story needs and like the death's gotten so extreme. I don't know. I'm trying to make a graph here and I'm not finding the right axis this year, but it like passed a threshold though, where it stopped delivering on that. I th- somebody, I was talking to one of my roommates, I think who, and they were saying that when Littlefinger got killed, it was just bad. And then from that point forward, they, they didn't know how to kill people. Yeah. They, I mean, I would argue like even, Season four was probably the last. I think Oberyn was probably the last. High like, Sparrow, though. Yeah, but that was like I was desensitized to that. But his like, arm meat goes first. <laughs> Even Ramsey, Ramsey, but Ramsey at that point, you're just like, let's just fucking watch this. Guy. Like I would just want him dead. You know, I don't know. Yeah, well, that too, and it was also like super in a fan, very fan servicey yeah. way. Like it, it was. The Battle of the Bastards, looking back on it, like, it's, it's, 
I still think the Watchers on the Wall is the best battle. That 360 shot, though. Dun, 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 Tormund just bursts his big Muppety face out of the thing. He's like, ah! He's so Muppety. It's the best. Um, we talked, yeah, we didn't really talk a lot about the last episode. John, John, I don't know. So John kills Danny. Yeah, whoop Drogon just yells um, at the Iron Throne until it melts. Well, because he the pointy chair mm-hmm. killed mom. That's kind of what I think was the scene. Like that yeah. was. He was like, "Oh, clearly this sword was put in her from the sword chair that she just oh. touched." I don't know. I, don't I did know. like I that know. scene because it was weird enough where it's just like, "Why the fuck is it doing this?" And you don't you don't know. And I kind of like that it characterizes Drogon a little bit, but it also adds a layer of just like, what? Is he smart? Is there is like the, is it smart? Is Drogon smart enough to understand the grat, like the entire situation here? Likely no, but there's, <laughs> okay. Sean was just like, yeah, no, dro- fuck no. <laughs> it's no I just Sean's remember reading face. a thing, reading <laughs> like a, a rant about it. Like, yes, Drogon understands the symbolism <laughs> of the Iron Throne and how it destroys people's lives. <laughs> okay, I guess. I mean, I guess when you put it that way, I guess you know I'm wrong. Well, if I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon of hating the season, then yeah. yeah. But no, I I don't know. I like that because it just added some actual. I don't know. It made Drogon more of like a character opposed to a big. No, I agree. It definitely like makes him is like mm-hmm. is he smart? Well, because then they say he's off off to Volantis, and there were red women in Volantis. There were more mm-hmm. witches. What, 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 so like, they're going to bring her back, yeah, they and they're going to do Game of Thrones, the movie, the finale, and Bran is going to be Drogon, and she's the zombie. She is imbued completely with Rolor, um, and then Drogon becomes even bigger. And he's made out of fire. <laughs> I would actually watch the fuck out of this. It'd be the coolest. Be the I coolest. would too, dude. They just throw like two hundred million dollars at like a, a dead Deadwood the movie type sequel movie to Game of Thrones that's only on HBO. And they just piss away like two hundred. They just have to like we gotta we gotta get rid of this money. We we're gonna we gotta write it off. There's a scene where there's a bunch of people. Tyrion and everyone is uh, uh, just kind of. Uh, just working on clearing out the rubble, and also the first five minutes are people just sweeping and going. <laughs> and it's like it's twenty years later, and they're still. John Snow up. is like, but no, but it takes place six weeks after the finale. <laughs> but they're cleaning up the rubble, and then Tyrion's like, "Oh, okay, well, we just got to clear this out." And then Bronn's just like, "But I want my castle." Blah 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 blah. And then some rubble moves, and then. Boom. And then somebody stands up and it's just them. The hound and the mountain are just melted together. It's just one big monster. You're just like, ah, it's, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's like yeah, the thing. Uh, that mixed with Terminator Genesis where Arnold falls. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm referencing this. Arnold falls into like a T-1000 goo. And then Arnold's a T-1000 at the end of that movie. Don't get, Sean gave me a wide-eyed look. Don't even do that. That's oh man. So yeah. So the hound. I did not know that was a yeah, thing in so that. The hound's movie. like Doro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be into that. And then you gotta you gotta have like they have like 
Ver- Kyburn's brain, like yes. in a vase somewhere, and <laughs> the movie, like Kyburn has the a prodigy. movie gets weirdly sidetracked by a bunch of Kyburn mad science. But there is a scene where Sansa has to go north, where John is just being a lumberjack cutting down trees, and is like, "John, we need you." I don't do that anymore. <laughs> How, I don't want to be. I don't want to find you, Sansa. <laughs> He's got, like, a crazy long beard, and it's only been, like, six weeks, mind you, and he's got, like, Gandalf-level length beard. <laughs> but this is made 15 years from now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's like fully gray, and <laughs> he looks, like, straight up just, like, fucking Robin Williams when he comes back yeah. from Jumanji, and he's just, like, <sighs> I don't know. He's all like the, the D subplot is Brienne uh, has to choose between her two boyfriends. <laughs> One is Podrick Payne. Uh, the <laughs> Podrick Payne has been recast and is now played by Chris Pratt as well. <laughs> I don't know. This is great. I want to see this shit out. And Bran goes crazy at the end, and yeah. They also recast him. <laughs> they they recast they recast like half the people. <laughs> I was gonna say Tom Cruise from Born on the Fourth of July or, yeah, Charlie, or Charlie Day. Day. <laughs> oh fuck, Charlie Day. Oh uh, man, that's so funny. I don't know. I yeah. Um, well, all right. So there's there's a lot to unpack with that ending though. Like. They, because like everyone's wearing raven shit. Like the sigil of the crown is the yeah. raven, which further pushes that theory of like the other, like the others, which are like the the White Walkers, the Night King, the Children of the Forest, the three basically beings that are like above humans. humans. Like they won yeah. the war, mm-hmm. you know. Like it's still the long night. And, like, he's pulling all the strings. He's, for all intents and purposes, he is God. He can manipulate the past and people I think he's been present. manipulating things since he left that key, since the hold the door moment. Whether intentional yeah. or not. Because if he could go mm. and affect the past, he could have... He... What else could he have done to people who had terrible pasts to, like move them into a position like he made he could have made Danny's life so terrible that she was already kind of fucked up so that she would go crazy like it, it's weird like he could have been repositioning pieces in a way it's 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 weird when you think about it where he's just almost walking through a bunch of smoke because it doesn't matter because he's like yeah okay until yeah, he gets what he wants he can well, that's the thing. He can. He basically the whole Targaryen plotline of John being a Targaryen was only for his use. Yeah, <laughs> it was in a little case, it's like, a little case in his head for three-eyed raven use only, and he smashed it open. And he's like, "Hey, Sam, like, hey, Sam, <laughs> don't tell anyone." <laughs> Here you go. Hands of a shit. Um, yeah, the that's that was. Everyone was like, "Really? There was no point to that." I was like, "Well." People kept harking, harkening back to that. Like, there's no point to his heritage, and I'm like, okay. So, what was the point? It was for her to get pissed mm-hmm. off. Okay. Who does that benefit? Mm-hmm. Bran. 
Yeah, there's so, so much where it's like... Okay, that's like what I'm saying is like that's why this shit's fucking wild. I'm not saying it's like good or bad. It's just it's just like it's crazy and like no one seems to yeah. give a shit. And it's it's fascinating where it's like brand basically was the most important thing in the show, but the show spends so much time being like John is the savior. John is the one that you wanted to and John's the most important person. Everyone's a red herring. And then he's a red herring in the end. And I did like that John's ending was just like I guess I'm not that important. And he's like, I fucking thank God. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is all I wanted. Exactly. Um, like, there's no the better is, ending. Well, everyone's like, oh, so-and-so most powerful person in Westeros. I'm like, Bran is clearly the most powerful person in Westeros, not even being the king. Like, mm-hmm. he, like on paper, it's, it's, like, so obvious to me now. Like, I'm like, oh, duh. Like, makes perfect sense. It's like... He could literally pretty much yeah. do anything. And he will. <laughs> yeah. And he did. It is. And he fucking, fucking did. Crazy. And it's just like, it, it kind of also says a lot about, like, we'll never change because it goes back to them bickering and doing, like, you know, oh, well, we need a master of uh, coin or whatever. Yeah. And, like, or they make, make Braun master of coin. And. They're just like master whispers. They're looking for, and they're like, it's like they're talking about stupid bullshit. And he's just like, I'm gonna go work and do a dragon. Bye. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be really fucking cool. I don't know if I can do it, but um, you guys aren't listening to me. Um, you don't need a master of whispers. I I know everything. You guys aren't. Um, okay, I'm gonna go be all the birds. I'm not Bran. I'm not Bran. What? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> what's what's the what's the? It's like an SNL sketch or like in a movie. I feel like where Kristen Wiig's like again. I'm not, no, not Bran. No, no. Like you just like I coming am. back to like say that, like a something on Weekend Update or something. Oh, fuck, I think I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Just, uh, just, uh, oh, she I'm just not. always feels like has to add, like, like yeah. add it again. Like, uh, no, just, yeah, like you know, it's just like yeah, not brown guys. Yeah. Th- that's like a bunch of pop back in frame. Uh, just want to say, you guys, not still not brown. <laughs> I think that's a lot of Kristen Wiig characters. I can't remember. Is it maybe it's in Ghostbusters? I don't, I don't fucking remember. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't because I haven't seen it. She's um, not really an ally, but it's fine. <laughs> Sorry, I I I was kind of hoping I was kind of hoping. Honestly, I joke. hate I really I do was, hate kinda, any jokes about Ghostbusters 2016. But for some reason, I make them on this to you all the time. I really hate those jokes. They're not good. There's nothing good about them, and it's just like okay, like that was. Remember how annoying that that was when that movie was coming out? Just people just like. We're so mad and shitting, shitting on, on it. it. It's like, uh, why is any of this happening? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. No, it, uh, yeah, it's it's a fucking movie. Get mm-hmm. over yourselves. It's a Sony yeah. movie. <laughs> Get over that too, yourselves. Seriously. Yeah. It's a Sony movie. Why are we taking mm-hmm. this seriously? Um, um, is there any other... Any, I don't know. There's some cool. There's that crazy shot of her wings, and I feel like a lot of the final mm. episode was just kind of like, 
catching up being like Tyrion being like, okay, let's kind of go over the stakes of everything. It's like, we've been moving too fast and now I'm just going to explicitly tell you why everything got to the point where it is right now and why it's bad and why the writing's been on the wall. But I saw, which to me felt a little cheap, but I was also just like, no, this is good. This is effective. And I, I think mm-hmm. the, the Jamie yeah. Cersei deaths of getting smushed by a building was like lame, but I think his reaction to it, I was like, okay, this is... It made it somewhat worth it because P- Peter Dinklage, man, fucking yeah, he's good. That he's a great actor. Acting he's so good. Dinklage, <laughs> yeah, he's good at it. <laughs> um, uh, what are you like, suburban guy trying to get into conversation <laughs> at house party? I, I don't know what that is, but I think I that's know. how I'm. That's how I'm going to critique. That's people a character. <laughs> Directing? Spielberg? <laughs> I think he knows a thing or two. <laughs> that's that's a that's a weekend update character, like you're reviewing. I'm gonna a movie. send this to uh, my buddy Bill because we're working on we're gonna try and do a sketch show soon. That's like full, but I, I'm like I don't know what this is, but this is something, right? <laughs> Fight choreography? Keanu Reeves? Knows his stuff. <laughs> Segways? Sean? <laughs> I think that's what he was going for. (laughs) Game of Thrones, Thrones, like, in the end, what was it all about? Who knows? Stories. And that God is real, and he controls everything, and we have no free will. That's the end. That's the It's about the old stories, the ones you remember, Mr. Frodo. Yeah, he tried to basically do the stories thing, and... They tried. No, they did. They, they even did the whole, this whole thing's a book now, guys. Like, they and, did and that called, for Lord of the Rings, too. And it's called The Never-Ending Story by J.R.R. Tarkin. <laughs> they call it There and Back Again. And they called it and George R.R. Martin's Super Fudge. <laughs> um... Uh, there and back again, where she burns it all down. <laughs> uh, the desolation of Khaleesi. Uh, the I did like. I feel like I've seen a lot of theories that were was going to be. Oh, in the end, they're just going to invite invent democracy, democracy, and then Sam brings it up, and they all laugh at him. I was like, <laughs> also my office pool. This is worth bringing up. Remember how I said I put Sir Robin on the throne in my office pool when he was in that final scene where they were deciding? I was like, holy shit, they might. And he was like looking like a totally different person. You just like there's um there's a an amazing meme which I don't think I sent you, but I've been I meant to. I've seen it like two or three times now. Where it's him in season one, him in the final episode, and it's just uh, David Schwimmer. It's really funny where it's like, this is clear where he's headed. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really, really yeah. funny. It was the one where, like, I saw, I think I sent you the one where it's like Squidward and him and when he was a kid and then attractive Squidward <laughs> and then him now where he's got, like, the chiseled jaw and yeah. everything. It was that and uh, the Game of Thrones is a story about how important it is to drink breast milk. I was like, <laughs> it's like these pictures of him in Torment. Oh, uh, shit. It's ridiculous. It's kind of true. Drink your milk. Hey, me and my brothers, me and my brothers in our heyday, we were going through two gallons a day in the Neil's household. And how big are we? We're all pretty big. Big boys. 
Me? What came first, the chicken uh, or the egg? Or the milk? Or the milk, I don't milk, know. milk. Do you remember those commercials from way back when? This big milk carton guy? I want... I want... Right? what it is? We'll put that on your album. Put that on your cup. I want my titty milk, titty milk, titty milk. Just, just get fucking what's his name to be the new fucking <laughs> ambassador for titty milk. <laughs> also, it's, it is T I D D Y, right? Uh, just to <laughs> vitamin D. Oh, oh man, boy. Uh, just start seeing that at snail. Uh, just see what <laughs> <laughs> when this is over. When this is over, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. No, it wasn't the commercial I was referencing. But <laughs> it was like a dude. There was like old commercials where the dude in a milk carton. He's like a milk carton man, and he would like. There was one where he'd like play basketball against people, and I just and he would just go around and like shout at people to like drink milk, and he'd be like, "Oh, milk, 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 <laughs> milk, milk, milk." I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's just like burned in my brain. Anyway. I want my titty milk was clearly funnier. (laughs) (laughs) It's the chilies commercial. Titty milk, baby, baby, backwards. Bob Murphy says, Um. (laughs) Jorah Jarrison, (laughs) Jorah Galisi, I write you a song. (laughs) It's cold. While my white walker gently weeps. <laughs> See, it's still a good, funny character. Because if you if you binge to this podcast for an insane reason, you know, you'd be like, oh, they're doing a lot of that George R.R. Martin uh, or George Harrison. But uh, the thing is, though, it's been like two months since we've like done that. <laughs> so what do you want? Um... Uh, Sean, how much um, more time do you have? By I the way, um, I could probably do like a half hour on Jay Wick. John Wick's though. John Wick's okay. though. John, John Wick's, Wick's booth. I think it's my favorite. John Wick's booth. John Wick's. He kills a lot more people than John he Wick's booth. He did, and he's not an actor. Uh, I don't know. I think this one is my favorite. I don't know. Why is it your favorite one? I feel like I just remember it more. It's It's like I remember what happens in it more. It's like the the first two fight scenes are him fighting a dude with a book and killing the dude. He's like a Sixers player. It's awesome. And I was, is yeah, he actually he is. a Sixers player? Because I, I was like, this dude should play Lurch <laughs> in any adaptation of uh, the Addams Family. The, the scariest thing um, about that fight fight scene with him is that the dude keeps like throwing his hand on him, and it, it's it, it's so big and like his arms so long, it's almost alien. Where it's like a, it's like a face hugger with, on like a hose is just like. <laughs> And it, like he keeps just grabbing yeah. his face in a way where it's just like, yeah, I don't want that on me at all. But yeah, yeah, he, yeah it's super. Yeah, yeah. Either it, he should be in Men in Black, <laughs> or which I'm pretty sure the guy that plays Lurch in the Adams Family movies is. Oh, in he Men is Black. for sure one of the guys who he's the dude that they the aliens. Yeah, he's piloting, one. Of, he's right? one of the, the little guys. guys. Aren't there? There's two of them, right? Yeah. The one, the one shorter, and he Maybe. has the cat. And then the other one, 
yes. he goes to, and then I His think lurch. gets killed by Edgar. But dude, holy shit, Parabellum! And then the knife, the knife I think fight. The dude. knife aisle was my favorite part of the movie. I don't. Oh my uh, god! I also dude. saw this with my dad. Um, and by the way, just going back to the big dude uh, real quick, uh, he is a Sixers player because my dad read an article about how one of the Sixers is in the movie. And the whole time, my dad, like, talked throughout the entire movie. But I was also just like, ah, it's fine. I don't see a lot of movies with my dad. This is one of the movies you can kind yeah, of but do he was just like, it just looked like he must have had so much fun. Like, that was, like, his, like, commentary during it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably really fun to try and kill John Wick in a movie. That's probably fun as fuck. Uh, dude, oh, the, yeah. the, the knife, the knife, because the first, like, 20 minutes or so, Actually, like, I can't. Re- a lot happens in this movie. If anything, my biggest criticism is that by the end of it, I was just like, okay, okay. like, like I, I was like, didn't know. I was just kind of numb to it by, by, I think, by the end. But the opening twenty yeah. minutes, he fights a seven foot six man in a library. Uh, he gets surgery mostly performed on him, then has to shoot the very friendly surgeon who's, like, cool about it, like, twice. Uh, and he doesn't let the dude finish his sentences. He bumps into Jason Manzukas, who says the line, Tick-tock, Mr. Wick, which I was dying, and I had to explain to my dad when the movie was over. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he kept laughing when that one guy was there. I was just like, hey, he's, he's on a podcast. He's great. That's, there's there. a lot going dude, on Dude, I'm there. seeing how this get made. Coming to Philly. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing oh, it. dude. I'm yeah. gonna wear my Geostorm shirt. <laughs> Geostorm. Yeah, uh, and then John Wick starts getting attacked by other people, uh, and then he has a crazy fucking fight with people in an. A- he builds a gun. He builds a revolver to shoot one guy with one bullet, and then he gets in a fight where he's fighting people in an alley or in an aisle that's just filled with knives, and it takes like six minutes for them to be like, "Oh, wait, we're." Look at all these blades. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> well, because it starts where it's like they're fighting, they're fist fighting, and then they like stop, and then they're like, one guy smashes the window. And then <laughs> they're like, oh, I better grab as many knives as possible. And then <laughs> they're just both, everyone's just whipping knives at each other, and it's so, like, kind of slow, and it just kind of feels like they're like almost throwing water balloons. Like, it's, um, it's, dude, the knife aisle is. That was the fucking best part I, in my that it, it, there was something so goofy but brutal and also just kick ass about it that I was like, uh, uh. well, it felt real. It felt like they were taking the time to like fully throw the mm-hmm. knife and like do it with some sort of mm-hmm. accuracy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the physics were. I mean, there, it was clearly not a very CG heavy no. movie, but like it, you know. It's there, and apparently someone said that, like, if you do stab somebody, like, it comes out, and you have to, like, push it back in or something. Like, that's what happens in one of the beats of the that scene. Like, he, he like, has to, like, hit the knife back in or something. Yeah. It's fucking it's like, awesome. That all... Yeah. Oh, and then it ends with him just, like, throwing, like, 15 knives. He was, like, already on the ground. That's, I think, like, the best part. Yeah, he was, like, pinned to the ground with, like, the first three knives that he threw into him. Then he just tries to get back up, and he just starts 
fucking whip in like rapid fire Get knives him into him. Just like that was an audible like <laughs> right. holy shit. Uh, I then I, the one my dad my dad's not great with gore. He was okay with this movie, but when he brought the one slowly into the dude's eye, even I looked away. I was like, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch that. Oh yeah, that one was that yeah. one was a little rough. Wasn't on a he, the cherry on I top wasn't of on the a plane, scene. but I didn't laugh during that one because that was too much. Um, yeah, that one I was like, because you don't really expect like extreme gore in a John Wick movie. Like, yeah, blood spray and whatnot. It's different. Like, it, it's more the shit that I'm going to laugh at when he breaks the dude's neck on the book and his neck gets all like, blood. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he just broke it. Broke it. Yeah, he's like, he's a book. sixer. Oh, boy, um, trust the process. That's as much as I know about <laughs> b-ball. Slam dunk. Yeah, that's good to be. So, slam dunk. <laughs> So then the cherry on top of that scene is guys like kind of getting back up. John Wick just picks up an axe and throws it down the hallway into yeah, his head. Fucking awesome. And it's just like, of course, like that's, yeah. yeah. And it, with ease too, he's just like, oh, okay. Like yeah. <laughs> fucking awesome. The, yeah. I, 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 is there another like action scene that kind of happens? Is there like another motorcycle thing or something that happens after that? Then, like, then it turns into a motorcycle oh, on the horse. Chase, like, no, right then it goes into that. the stables. Yeah, or the, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. The, I think the first half hour of this probably is like the most awesome because it, it kicks ass. There's it a lot of momentum ass. to it. The stakes are creeping up higher and higher. And I watched the second one earlier that morning, and it picks up moments after the second one ends. Um, yeah, the stables thing. He does the same. He gets a horse to kick a dude in the skull like twice, but it was awesome both times where he smacks a horse and then there's a guy behind it and then it's like, pfft. yeah. This one's a little, the movie's a little video gamey as it goes on, but it's a. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like levels. He's just going, he's advancing. Like it's literally. It, he's like, all right, I'm going to meet this cameo and then I'm going to run into mm-hmm. this cameo. And it's just like a series of cameos. Then it pauses really. in order to tell you to use R3 uh, when you're aiming at something to send a dog to attack that enemy. And when the dog is biting them in the... Dude, okay. This movie, really big on uh, just violence to the crotch. Uh, yeah, genital mutilation. Wait, is, uh, like none of the other movies really have it. Like there may be one guy who'll get like kicked in the balls or something real quick and it's kind of played for laughs but like it's like one of the first things he does I think when he's fighting the seven foot tall guy dogs bite like nine dudes in the dick they blow off bra- they shoot brawn in the dick I think or a dog eats his penis after his dick he gets yeah. eaten yeah uh, it's there's a lot of it like I think a dude gets like stabbed in the dick like it's I like halfway through the movie I turned to my dad I was like there's a lot of crotch violence in this which is not a thing I should say to my dad several days before Father's Day it's kind of like uh, it is kind of like a MacGruber level like necks getting ripped out or he just keeps fucking hitting people in decks I was like ah oh, dude John Wick this wasn't this wasn't your bag baby what happened there's definitely there's definitely a lot of dick shots too. I feel like like he shoots people. In the That's what I'm saying. Times. Like it, it's yeah, it's a lot. It's it's. I think Halle Berry yeah. does too. Dude, the the dog scene is fucking awesome. But the the motorcycle chase and the ho- like on horseback was fucking crazy. It's cool. There's everything's pretty varied up until I think the end, and then the end is like a half hour of like. It's just kind of the end. Kind of keeps going a little bit. 
It's like a horde. It's it's like you're trapped in the last level, and the horde. And also, the you know. the bullshit are everybody's bullshit armor enemies. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like in. Did you play any Arkham games? Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. everybody's shield and also stun baton guys. It's like fuck, you're not fun oh, to fight. The <laughs> no, they're the, they're the worst. You gotta you gotta get mm-hmm. behind them and you gotta yeah. stun them. Yeah, they're not they're, fun to fight. It was fun to watch them kill them though, and like pull up their visors and just shoot. them I in actually the face. did. I actually really enjoyed. when they when he was fighting the dudes who were body armored and like he had to kind of be creative about it and like bolts were just literally bouncing off of him. I'm like, this is actually kind of fucking awesome because it's just like okay how is he actually going to do this and like oh he'll wait until suddenly the bolts go through but it's it's uh, they also do a good job of making it clear that he's hitting the weak points in the armor it's not just like oh suddenly they're this counts well it also seemed like he was like shooting them some frequently that they would get stunned and then he would get time he would like walk up to them as he was shooting get time open the visor and pop Yep, until he got that shotgun. You know, like... And then he was just fucking <laughs> wrecking dudes. There was one... Me and my dad both were just... Like, there was one guy who already got, like, his head blown off, and they put, like, three more in him while he's on the ground, and then he ran out of shotgun shells, and we were like, what? What are you doing? Yeah. Gail's, Gail's asking me to... Ooh. Beer Hi, Gail. I'm Gail, Sean has a song for you. <laughs> I have this thing to do a song later. You're going to think it's funny. You're going to like it. Uh, I'm, either, I'm either getting laughs or I'm putting Sean in hot water. Oh, she's going to love it. She's going to think it's funny. I got to give her With the assist. Um, <laughs> from downtown. But yeah, I it, I mean, there's a certain expectation with John Wick movies, which I think is why they all perform well critically. It's like you're not getting Citizen Kane, but like you're getting the Citizen Kane of mindless action movies. Yeah, no, know? they're it, it's like, a bankable movie star who felt like it, it, who in his comeback found it by doing like basically like stunt work and stuff. Yeah. What he's good at, like he's doing mm-hmm. what he's good at. And, like, j- don't give him a lot of acting to do. Give him a couple good one-liners. Yeah. Just let him fucking... Because, like, it's very clearly him, like, 90% of the time. And I think it time. starts like, to show near the end where it's just like, oh, he kind of tired, but also... It's it's all hand-to-hand, too. Like, like well, that's, they do a good job of portraying being tired. Like, they, you like, know... Keanu's close like, to, closer to 60 now, I think. Like, he's, like, in his late yeah. 50s now, which is kind of nuts yeah which blows yeah, i my think mind. he's gotten super injured over the like making the last couple of these so i i don't he says he's like i'm gonna keep making them if people keep going i'm like Fuck yeah, yeah i'm gonna keep going um, this, this was awesome like this was borderline raid level of like this is upper tier action movie in general I, I i part of me still is like i think maybe the first one's just cleaner he's I feel like part of it is like the first one's just like cleaner, like it's just like a simpler. Well, yeah, because it it kind of kind of set up like motivation, and now they're like trying to intertwine this like the whole like they have these really weird rules, and I'm like, Everyone's okay, just like, I have like, this weird metal, I have this weird metal sanctuary or something. Like it's just like, the, yeah, it's just like you're declassified. I don't yeah. know, whatever it is, de de conquer. 
gated. I don't know. Deconse- consecrated. Deconsecrated. Yes. That's uh, a, it. There's people with tattoos at typewriters. The penguin like from Gotham's there. Of, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, that guy, I was like, yeah. what is he doing here? It's such a weird random cameo. If Is it even a cameo? I don't, I don't even know. It's like, for nerds it's, like us to be like, I, is that the penguin on, I don't know, I don't watch Gotham. Why do I know this? <laughs> the, <laughs> it's 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 ADD from fucking accepted. <laughs> um, but that yeah, weird adjudicator just, like, who I was just like, yeah, I was like, who's this? Like, okay, whatever. Like, she's a good villain. I don't like her, so she's doing a no, good she's job good. of that. Or they were good. Um, I, I didn't know yeah. who the actress was, or the actor was, and then uh, apparently they are a non-binary, non-binary actor, so they prefer or they prefer they them. Um, so I found that out, uh, which was cool. They're in uh, Orange is the New Black and a couple other things. Um, but, yeah, the this movie, though, I feel like all the action scenes are pretty different, but I feel like there is a point where they hit the same couple beats like a few too many times. Like, two people didn't need to get kicked in the face by a horse. You know what I mean? Mm. And then, like, the dog scene with Halle Berry feels super video gamey, but it's also like, that was fucking cool, because those dogs are like... like that was like a canine. That was like a canine Unit. stunt show, like, yeah. And it's it it exactly. It was and showcasing Halle Berry something. too. There's a lot of long and, takes with Halle Berry just like kicking ass. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. No. Well, I was I saw another. I was watching Keanu Reeves shooting range videos, and I actually <laughs> ended up stumbling upon the ones from the John Wick three, which weren't. The ones that went viral originally, the initial ones were John Wick two tra- uh, training yeah, stuff. I remember those. And I, and then like at the end of his training session, he he gets like three headshots and with the shotgun in ten seconds, I think, which is like a course record for that course or something. And then like the video turns around and Halle Berry's there with him, like training. So That's I was like, cool. all right, she she put the time in, like she. Yeah. She did, she wasn't just there for paycheck, you know. Like she she was having fun with it. <laughs> Halle Berry's weird because it's she's a flip of the coin actor. I feel where it's just like sometimes she's really good, but then other times it's her and die another day where they're falling out of the helicopter. It's like oh, I don't like the looks of this, <laughs> or like a Cloud Atlas fusion engines. <laughs> It's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> I guess that's how they probably know each other. Uh, like through the Wachowskis, maybe. I don't. Are they in anything together before this? I don't know. Maybe. Like I feel like maybe they do know. I don't know. That's a. Weird, I feel like that's a. Not enough of a connection there. Maybe I don't know. She's not in any Matrix movies. No. That's Jada Catwoman. Pen- no. Yeah. It's. I don't think it's <laughs> Keanu Reeves should be a Bond villain, dude. Fuck, that'd be so good, dude. I can I do a, a real, real, real quick Bond tangent, real yeah. quick. So I mentioned the show Fleabag earlier. Um, it's on Amazon. I watched all of the second season on my flight back from Israel. Uh, in between watching Apostle, uh, it's so good. You should probably you should just watch it. I watched. Basically, okay. each season in like a sitting. Uh, the writer of the show, Phoebe Waller Bridge, she's also an actress. She was the droid. Oh, sorry, I just poked on my microphone. She was the droid in Solo. Um, 
I was going to say, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. She's the writer and the star in Fleabag, and I think she directs some of them, and it was like based on like a play she did, but she's doing a script. She's doing the script pass on the new Bond movie, which is oh, shit. the weirdest fucking thing in the world, but I am so on board. Apparently, they're having a lot of problems again with the new Bond movie, Daniel, which is like... Daniel Craig's probably just like, I don't want to do it. Come on, Daniel. <laughs> we'll give you $100 million. I'll take it, but Fine. I still don't want to do it. I'm still not going to like it, though. Fine, but I won't drink a martini. Daniel, <laughs> you have to. Will you do I'm not it? Drinking, I'm not drinking any more Heinekens. No, I was just going to offer you a Heineken, you bastard. <laughs> I want to drive a Mazda. Soup, <laughs> soup. Um, <laughs> Sean, you fucking killed it with old like ad stuff, except for that milk one that I mentioned earlier. <laughs> that yeah, milk, milk, milk. Uh, boy. Oh shit. Um, um, yeah, no, they. Uh, dude, the big bad in John Wick Three, the dude who he's like other other than the adjudicator, is the guy from Iron Chef who yells the secret ingredient. <laughs> Wait, what? The bald dude who's like goofy, who's like is who's who's after John Wick, who leads the ninjas. That's, I think someone else was telling me that. I was like, yeah, he's what? Like from Iron Chef, and he yells the secret ingredient. And he's like, the secret ingredient is melted Iron. ice. <laughs> melted ice. <laughs> Hot. He's a martial artist. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, fucking clearly. Um. Okay. Huh. Huh. Yeah, you've seen him in things. The whole time I was like, where have I seen him and why do I think it's Iron Chef? I've never seen Iron Chef. Oh, he's in The Expendables. Is he in The Expendables? Yeah. What? His character name is Mark. Is he? Which one? He's probably not a main guy if his name is Mark. Which Expendables (laughs) is he in? The first one. What? That's the one I've seen multiple times. It's probably like... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's The Expendables. I'm sorry. I have no, I have no words. Um, <laughs> there's a new Rambo <laughs> movie coming out. It's wild. Oh my god. Oh man. It's Rambo at the Mexican border, where it's like, whew, pick it, pick the, <laughs> pick the right side, Stallone. Don't Rambo through this, <laughs> this thing. Oh, uh, he, he'll he'll absolutely pick the wrong side. Um, <laughs> did, you who know, are we kidding? Have we talked about Rambo three before? You know about Rambo three, right? I don't have I. I don't. I don't. Is Ram- Rambo three? How, when did that happen? Nineties, eighties. I want to say it was like eighty nine, maybe ninety. It's like right okay. on the right on the 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 change of the decades. Do you not know what the plot of Rambo three? I've never seen it, but I know. I don't what think it's about. I know the plot of any Rambo movies. To be Rambo honest. one, Rambo one, legitimate drama. It's great. It's 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 about this this uh, Vietnam vet, <laughs> and he comes back to he's cutting through a small town, and this cop just keeps hassling him, you know. <laughs> and, I'm doing, trying to do like Frank uh, in that one, Sonny. It, yeah. <laughs> the first one's great. Then the second one is, uh, spoiler alert, he probably, in the original draft of the first one, he kills himself at the end. Uh, but then Stallone was just like, yo, we can make an action movie out of this where he goes back to Vietnam, but he's going to win it this time. That's part two. So it's like. Single, single-handedly. Yeah. So it's is like. Is this First Blood part two? Yes. The titles are very confusing in the Rambo movies. What's confusing about the words First Blood Part 2? Because <laughs> it's like first 
When you got First Blood, that's the first movie, and then you have First Blood mm-hmm. Part Two, and then what's the third one? I want to say, say it's just Rambo. Just Ram- <laughs> I want to say it's just Rambo Three. <laughs> I fucking hate Stallone. I know the fourth one. He does not know how to count. The fourth one, I think, might just be Rambo, Rambo? Four, or or John Rambo. You th- I. I you'd think it was just John Rambo because Rocky Balboa had just come out, but now the fifth one, of course, is Last Blood. Um, it's Rambo Three, Last Blood. No, but the third one, John, is about uh, him going to Afghanistan, where he helps out the Muj the uh, Mujahideen fighters, aka the. Uh, it's a movie about him. The Taliban. F- yeah. Because well, so, they were fighting the Russians, obviously. But so. it's dedicated. It's dedicated to the Taliban fighters, or, or like the, the the VHS copies that came out way back then. Like they had to remove shit, like because they're like, oh no. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a pretty hard turn there at some point. Well, because yeah, I, I don't know history that well, but didn't we back the Taliban mm-hmm. fighting against Russia? Yeah, and that's what the and he's there. I think like helping he's them, obviously killing Russia because it's Rambo mm-hmm. and you know Vietnam is a proxy war Afghanistan's a proxy war yeah I mean come on yeah, I mean come on I mean I, I geopolitics I, with Sean and Andrew guys I don't even know how to spell the word <laughs> that, that's the tagline for sure. geopolitics hardly newer geostorm <laughs> I do know geostorm <laughs> oh boy uh, I am I, I to my credit, I've been gone for a month and a half. I do not know what's going on in the world still. <laughs> like I'm like I don't. I kept waiting uh, for the Yakuza Ninja Sword motorcycle fight, and I enjoyed that one, even though it felt the most CGI CGI thing in the movie. But I don't even know if that like. How do you make that practical? I think you just get a rig where he's just sitting on a motorcycle, and you have. Oh, are you talking about the horse motorcycle scene? No, I'm talking about the second motorcycle fight where he's fighting everybody with swords. Oh. Yeah. Because there's that one shot in the trailer where it's like him down the middle and then the two lines of ninja and then everyone just pulls their swords out. And I was like, I can't wait for that in the movie. That's that's fucking sick. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Cool. just felt cgi but I don't yeah. know. Who cares at that point? The end, the end stuff was kind of funny just because of how, like, ridiculous it got. It was just like, yeah. really? They're still fucking fighting? <laughs> and that was the thing. I, I think the end, I was just like, um... Yeah, I think we can wrap it. this up. Yeah. They even kind of address it. He's like, I'll get you next time. And it's just like, what? Like the two, Those two guys are just like, oh, fucking John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and yeah. I think, like, ten minutes in the movie when they started adding more, like themed dudes that were going to like keep coming after him. I was like, it's a matter of time before he fights anybody from the raid. And then lo and behold, mad dog shows up and I was like, fuck yeah. Now I want to watch the raid again, but Um, I'm on board for any sort of like weird ass crime syndicate groups. Like they had homeless men as like a (laughs) crime. I was like, this 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 universe is fucking wild it's and weird, yeah. It's super weird. It <laughs> makes no sense, and it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. And I'm like, yeah. fucking, it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm. 
soon an alien syndicate's going to show up. I was going to say, what is, what's the next kind of like syndicate that you would want? Because like the ones that we've seen, we've seen weird homeless people ones. We've seen like Russian gangs. We've seen uh, coin makers in the desert getting killed by dogs. Uh, We've seen weird 1950s tattooed like Betty Page phone operator room. You know, you know the place I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, we've seen motorcycle ninjas, the, the dude from Iron Chef. Like, I don't know, like, what's... Bikers. Yeah, bikers would be good. I'd love to see a bunch of, like, fishermen, like sea captains. <laughs> and one, just a bunch of, like, one-legged Captain Ahab yeah. dudes just, like, taking off their legs and it's like a sword underneath. One dude just has an anchor. An anchor with a chain, and he's just like, eh. but it's like a handheld, like it's small. It's almost like a grappling hook. Well, because then you could do something like Planet Terror, where the guy's got like a machine gun as a leg or something. You could do something fun with that. They're like getting towards that because Lawrence Fishburne now is still alive, and he's covered in like scars on his face, and he's like, yeah. I'm mad now, and I'm a garbage <laughs> king. I'm like, this is crazy. And Jason Manzukis is like my right hand man. I'm like, oh, we're. The end of the, this movie also, I think, the end of it, when he gets shot off the building and falls and is like alive, it's you, you got to keep in the context of like these movies happen like within twelve days or something crazy like that. Like, which is true. He had cut, <laughs> he like just cut off his finger in the desert. Like he did that. Like I want to, I want to see like the end, the last movie, just be like, what a week. <laughs> <laughs> like the end of it, it just cuts to black. My wife, you've been dead for two days. <laughs> he gets to the, like the end of the last movie. He just gets to the funeral. Uh, no, he goes to the funeral and for Theon, who he killed in the first one. <laughs> it's all, Whoa, what a week I've had. I mean, that would be a fucking great way to end the series, that if you ask me. really, really would. Because uh, this one... It leaves off where it's like, well, now he's mad, but it's like he just got shot and fell off. Like, he oh, should be dead. He should be dead. It, it hit. He, he he also like hit halfway through and like probably broke every bone in his body. He hit like an awning and then rolled into a fire escape and then like rolled into another awning back onto the same fire escape onto a dumpster and then hit the ground. Like, <laughs> I mean, he just gotten stabbed a bunch and like every wound he's gotten over the last two weeks get, constantly gets reopened. He cut off his finger for the king of assassins in the desert. Remember that? Who also looked familiar? Who? What was he in? I don't he know. I, I don't. I don't think I looked him up, but I meant to. He looked really familiar. Um, I, my 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 main thing is like this was great. I think it was too much of things I like by the end of it, but also it feels like it ends where it's like let's just go to camp town. It's time to giant the young boy go to camp, where it's just everything's super fucking campy. But, oh, he's in Wonder Woman. Is he the? He's the guy that sings and dances. Aries? <laughs> no, is he the... He's he's like Samir. He's he's the guy in... Is in he, the, he's in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra? I thought is, it was that guy, but I... That yeah. would, did he age like 10 years and two? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Hmm, I like that guy. I like that actor. He's in a lot of stuff. He's in Lost. He's in uh, G.I. Joe. Is he in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra? 
Mm-hmm. Vantage Point. That's a good movie. Oh, yeah. It's a fun movie. That was, kind of, that was kind of a sleeper good movie. Hidalgo. He's in Hidalgo. I've never seen Hidalgo. Pretty good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. I think... Um, I think he does like the exact same thing in Hidalgo. He he sits in a sand hut in the in the desert. What, what's his actor's name? His name is Saeed Tagmoi. Saeed Tagmoi sitting in sand huts. Yeah, he's good at it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I didn't like that one. Um, <laughs> I'll cut that out. I wanted want. to do uh, Viggo Mortensen <laughs> horse movies. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see another. <laughs> uh, as long as there's no more car movies. Oh, but um, bum. Screen book joke. I think I, 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 honestly, I think I've been slow on the draw a lot recently, man. <laughs> he's 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 a driver in. Um, Did that movie solve racism? Yeah. I think so. Green Book? Solving racism? <laughs> I think it deserves that Oscar. Shit. I'm gonna prob I neither am I. Uh, I'm probably gonna buy the three pack on streaming. They'll probably have some sort of discount. To oh, get so you get three three digital copies of Green Book. Get all three the trilogy Green Book. Um there's Green Room, Green Book, and Green Mile. And, um, and movie forty two. <laughs> or movie forty three or whatever the fuck it is. It's movie forty three. Yeah. Um no, I really dug uh I'm, the John Wick series is just fucking it's it's everything that Taken wanted to be. Yes. It took a great formula putting "Quote unquote aged slash not popular action star or in uh, you know someone that you don't really think of in that role kind of I guess gave and him then, a kick ass motivation that you can yeah. get behind yeah and then the, all hell breaks loose the difference is though but like the thing is as the Taken movies went on there's always that scene where it's like Liam ne- like all the editing in the Taken movies as they went on it's just covering up how no one can fucking move but in this everything is shot in a way where it's just like there's no editing mm-hmm. they like they do less Mm-hmm. It's a lot of long takes and stuff like that, and just like w- everything's wide, and you can see everything, and it's just super clear. Like again, that's the thing where, like, as the movie was going on, I was just like near the end. It was when he's fighting the dudes in the crazy glass room and stuff. I'm like, okay, he's getting kicked mm-hmm. through. He ki- he gets kicked through like six glass they throw through. Him through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they kick. It's just like okay. I'm like, is I was this like, am I comedy? supposed to be laughing yeah. at that? Yeah, that's like I was wondering that too. I was like, is this supposed to be funny? Like, I don't know. Um, there, yeah, it's it's. I feel like I could direct a John Wick movie because it's just like I'm just gonna point the camera and like let him go. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of how it looks. I would love to see in like another one of these, like an old boy style fight where it's just John Wick. It, it's like if they do one where it's like it's supposed to be the last one, the first scene is like John Wick just gets like a baseball bat or something, and then it's just 
him fighting like a bunch of dudes, but the camera doesn't break and just shows him. He's just tired the whole fucking time. Like, but he's still going like, I, yeah. I don't know. That'd be fucking cool. No, I get behind that. I'm, I'm just down. He just pointed at him and he's going to yeah. do it. Yeah, he's going to do it because Keanu's the fucking best. And I can't wait for whatever role he has in Toy Story 4. Because apparently Duke everyone- Kaboom. <laughs> The evil can evil toy. I can't wait, dude. You seen that with your moms? Oh yeah, my um, moms and my dads. I'm, I'm probably gonna see that with my moms. I, I keep bringing it up, dude. That movie's about how a spork gets brought back to life, but then doesn't want to be alive. And it's a Pixar movie about a thing that doesn't want to be alive. So it's like, oh fuck, that's not gonna be. That's gonna be. It's like, gonna fucking be more of a tearjerker <laughs> than fucking uh, the last one. The third one. How? That's the that. <sighs> Apparently, it's just sitting 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Did it get down to the 1%? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck did that? I'm about to pull this up right Some now. Some soulless dickhead. Um, Whoa, I don't know. shit. A 90, no, it's at 98. Oh, no. It's at 127 reviews. Everybody stay the fuck calm. Critics consensus, heartwarming, funny, beautifully animated, manages the unlikely feat of extending and perhaps concluding a practically perfect animated saga. When it makes $6 billion, we'll see if it concludes it. Um, I'm going to click. I don't even see. Oh, wait. Despite the immense talent. This is the negative. This is the one negative review I can see. Despite the immense talent, the traits and choices lack being truthfully worthwhile. Two out of five. That is Don Shanahan from apparently every movie has a lesson. Never heard of your shitty website, Don Here's a Shahan. lesson for you, Don. <laughs> Looking at the numbers, everything's like... I mean, even if it's the weakest one, it's still probably going to be a great movie. That's the thing. Three is debatably the weakest out of them. And three is like... Insane. Three is insane. This one apparently is about like how they're empty nesters, and also there's a thing that doesn't want to be alive. <laughs> like that's, that's you a know, lot. Light family fair. Exactly. That's like a lot. Like I told my, I warned my mom. I'm like, apparently it's like mostly a metaphor for like empty nesters. So like, you thought that scene in Toy Story three when Andy's mom looks around his empty room and then gets choked up was bad. You think that was bad, mom? I'm going back to my us, apartment. Man. You're going. I'm yeah, going back to my apartment. You're going to. You're going back home with dad. It's just you flying back to this. L.A. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's gonna be fucking brutal. Ooh, Sean, Sean, you can't do that. You can't do that. You're gonna have to stay with your mom. You're gonna do this to your mother. I have to just see it right away when I get home, so it lessens the blow a little bit. Yeah, that's um, true. But we're gonna see Spider-Man: Homecoming and watch that shit. And oh, we're gonna see talk it about it. Yeah, and we gonna, should. Yeah, we should. And then we can do an episode in. Shit. Does mid real time? Does Midsomar also come out around then? Sean, should we eat our veg? I've been eating my vegetables a lot too, by the way. What Mid- good movies? Yeah, I've been watching like a lot of like artsier shit. I watched mid nineties <sighs> recently. Um, I have not seen that, but I downloaded it. Um, I watched Mother, which I didn't love while watching, but I think I enjoyed, and then. <laughs> I watched The Neon Demon, which I did not enjoy. And then I watched um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That's good. I gotta uh, check that out. Don Quixote movie. Uh, worth watching. 
the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Really good. Uh, good as always. <laughs> um, dude, speaking of what really good shit, um, HBO is still... They redeemed Game of Thrones immediately with Chernobyl because that shit is fucking amazing and I can't wait for you to watch it so we can talk about it. I haven't watched it yet and I'm gonna... I almost... I, 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 this is you laying the gauntlet down. I will watch it before Spider-Man. I wa- ended up watching season one of Barry, and I actually just started season two. Also something I want to watch talk about with you. I just finished season two. I just I, I watched the first episode of season two, and I was like, this is good. And also, Barry feels like he's a different character a little bit, but that's kind of the point. Um, well, because I, I was telling Gail, I was like, I don't like him. He's not a good person. No. Like, I don't know. It, it, like, he keeps telling everyone that he is, and I'm like, is the show supposed? Posted? Are we supposed to like like him? Because I don't. This feels like the successor to Breaking Bad in so many mm-hmm. ways. Where it's I watched like one or two of the the post episode things, and they just talk about writing him into a corner. It's it's just it's a actor you know mostly from comedy doing a bunch of terrible shit, but there's a lot of drama. And then every once in a while, he kind of does, like, funny things, you know? Like, oh, it's like, oh, there's Cranston in his whitey tighties, you know? It's like Malcolm in the middle. But then it's like, oh, my God, he just poisoned that boy. But, like, Barry's already done worse things, like, mm-hmm. in this, I think, um, in season one. But it's, I, yeah, no, it's fucking good. I literally, I'm, I'm just going to be honest, I, maybe this is too real for the podcast. I have not been in the appropriate headspace recently to, like, start something as harrowing as Chernobyl, where I'm just like, I can't. Watch Ooh, it's, it's it's yeah it's a lot. I I can't. I I had been on the road for a month and a half. I've missed out on a lot of things recently, and I'm just I've kind of just been like, hey, I gotta gotta you know, pull some stuff back together a little bit. I can't do it until I need a little <laughs> bit more time. There's and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion comes on Netflix on Friday, which is an anime that I've always wanted to see, but you can't find anywhere. I'm watching the fuck out of that on Friday. <laughs> Good for you, dude. I'm probably going to be texting you about it and be like, Sean, watch this. This is the craziest shit in the world. It's apparently like the creator was having like a mental breakdown while he was making it, and he just channeled all of it in, and it's about monsters. It's about giant robots and fighting monsters, but then it just becomes existential dread. I'm like, oh, my God, this is everything I've ever wanted. Like... It's the perfect package for Andrew Nealis. It is. It really is. It's Pacific is. Rim with a little touch of Lars von Trier. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like him, really. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking of Dread, and I thought of him. I mean, just give me something. It sounds like the most needlessly grandiose bullshit ever, and I, it's all I ever want. Did you see Godzilla, by the way? I have not. Okay. I was disappointed. Yeah, I, I yeah. Hey man, that's fine either way. I, just make make me a sequel to fucking 98 Godzilla. <laughs> I think that's our I think that's our lot in life. I think we were destined <laughs> to make Godzilla the 98 sequel. We're going to bring Broderick back. Godzilla. We're going to bring that chick back. We resurrect her career. Audrey? We got Hank Azaria. We got fucking John Renault. We got fucking Harry Shearer. What do we call it? Godzilla 99. 
and we said in 99 everyone's age like 20 years because Godzilla <laughs> was such a bad time this and is then, this is our uh, uh, wet hot American summer first day of camp <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get all the spinal tap guys they're all in um, they're gonna voice Godzilla and man the suit who is Godzilla gonna be fighting in this one because I mean it's a baby it's gonna be a smaller Godzilla He's going to be fighting being an orphan. <laughs> it's a drama. <laughs> oh, and Matthew Broderick just like, oh, he's fighting being an I'll orphan. Be your, I'll be your mom. And he starts breastfeeding Godzilla. <gasps> I want my daddy. <laughs> All right, there it is. That was a totally unintended consequence of this episode. Yeah, so. and that, we have to wrap it up now. I think we got to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Sean's holding up an okay sign. I was just doing like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, we'll be back at the very least by Spider-Man. And if we do an emergency episode, uh, we'll call it The Meltdown because <laughs> I'll have watched Chernobyl by then. But maybe I... Fuck yeah. 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 <laughs>